pbskids.org. Welcome, Rankensteins, to Season 2, Episode 1 of Yo Dats Rank, the interactive podcast where we rank and rate from lame to great all the things that really matter in this world. We've been sitting on this episode for a while, and we cannot wait to share it with you. Today, we are ranking your top 10 PBS Kids shows. Kaylin, I'm a little rusty. I was gonna say, like, is that what we did? Is that what we did? Is that my opening speech? I can't remember. It certainly isn't because it was only about this episode, so it definitely is not. There's some script we are missing, but that's okay, guys. We had a summer break. We are just stretching our legs, getting back into it. We were really fun and fancy free this summer. I mean, you laid mm-hmm. out by the pool. I was going to say. Good bit. Yes, yeah, yes. Let me, maybe I'll say you were <laughs> laid up by the pool. I was going to say, I don't know that anything was footloose, fancy, fun, or free for my summer. You traveled here he traveled there he traveled nearly everywhere he was never here you really made the most of it that's true and carby barbie uh if you guys haven't been following is kaylin's baby who is in the womb currently correct her real name is not carby barbie but well i don't know yet like we uh, maybe we meet her and she is full name carbra barbara but she is coming in less than a month so we thought why not start season two what a perfect time we thought, what a perfect time to get back in the saddle and start recording. So, yeah, I'm just proud of you, Kaylin, for, for coming here and <laughs> yes. deciding, you know what, let's Doing let's the hard, this. hard work. Yeah, exactly. Bringing it, the work to the people. We're super excited because for the first time ever, Yodat's Rank is going to have a full-time employee. Which is? Um, Carby. The baby. Okay, the baby. great. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Like, Justin you and I Michi would did, like, threaten... Us, right? That if the baby like ruined the podcast, he would hate the baby openly. And so we do have to like really, that's true. She has to just start working right away. Learn to type early. What's kind of fun though is we really haven't been missing out on this action because over on our Patreon, we have the sweet community of like 50 plus people who all support us. And we have been giving them an episode every single week. And so we've been able to keep recording and actually do some really, really fun episodes. Mm -hmm. We just haven't done content for the main channel in a while. Mm -mm, So I hope that was the script I was supposed to use. I also hope I don't like say anything, you know, (gasps) The CQM's a little like loosey goosey right. over there. We're like we're behind the paywall, so it's like you guys are paying to listen to us. You're not gonna like get us in any trouble over here. Who knows wow. what we're gonna? We so are. We just... have to really yes. We have to realign. Remember, get back to the masses. <laughs> we said this on another episode, but you guys may have heard that the. Um the host the guy that was gonna host jeopardy like as soon as he was announced immediately got fired again because like stuff he said on a podcast yeah which, so it's coming for us you know like, cancel it is culture has now reached podcast status and so yeah. uh if you go back and 
look at all the things I've said. No, Hopefully they've all been give uplifting. Give them tips. Just, oh, yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. I and think from here on out, we, we are have we are here. Such a fun, uplifting podcast. We, we do. We do hate on things, but usually when we do, it's just like hating on the Beach Boys. And honestly, it's like chips. if that right. gets me fired from hosting Jeopardy, then I'll stand you will, by it. I was going to say that'd be proud. You'd be proud to get fired for that. Okay, so let's talk a little bit, Kaylin, about what we're doing moving forward with season two because season one was super fun. We really had no idea what was going to happen. I mean, I literally posted about cantaloupe and honeydew. That was my first yep. post. And then I ever Taylor did. Swift, like you stayed up manic doing this bracket that you made yourself and it evolved into you wanted to get people's takes on different lists and different rankings. We had people that like, it was actually cool because we had people that we had not really talked to since high school or yeah. other times in our life that became into it and started like giving us audio files and writing in and, you know, spreading it and stuff like that. So we did get a lot of data. We figured out a lot of people's opinions on a lot of things. And we did get to talk about things like chips and sports movies, sports movies, what we always want to talk about, our oh, expertise. We dipped into some things we just didn't think we would know about. But, you know, right. I think we did fine on all of it. And guess what, Kaylin? Just recently, I got recognized. I was down in... I don't think I told you this. I was down in Nashville. <laughs> recognized? <and> someone... <laughs> is listen, already like, no, you didn't listen, tell me this. Not recognized. I do not know. <laughs> I walked up to and I said, hey, I'm Cody. And they said, oh, from the podcast? No, stop it. Kaylin, Remember when... Remember I when don't we first know this person. I promise you. And I was like, people that yeah. know us well, this is like everyone's rolling their eyes, like crashing. They're they're mad that we're even talking about this because this is what we live for. I remember when we first started. I visited you, and there's a girl that we saw in an ice cream store, and you almost introduced me as your co-host, not your friend. <laughs> and I don't think we'd released a single episode. We had just ordered the stickers, and you were about to say, like, this is my co-host, Kaylin. So, season two, yeah, we think highly of ourselves. We're ready. We want you guys to get us more fans. We want more of it. Yeah, of course. We can't get enough. And we're super excited about what we're going to do with season two. So, if you'll remember, in season one, every single week, we did a top ten list where everybody voted in. And you could write in your lists and that was a lot a lot of fun but we noticed as we kept going we started getting like less and less lists because I think sometimes things were just a little bit niche and so people didn't have as many opinions and over on our Patreon account we were having so much fun doing really like random <laughs> things that we had come up with so some of our favorite episodes over on Patreon our most recent one was VeggieTales Hot or Not and Love I, it. we have a whole segment of Hot or Not episodes like Harry Potter Hot or Not, Pokemon Hot or Not, <laughs> Months hot or not so those were a lot of fun um we did a whole episode about the olympics and the pros and cons of the panera menu um canceled tv shows we want to revive recasting boy meets world in 2021 we talked about grad party foods we talked about really just what have you and so we had so much fun over on the patreon that uh we wanted to bring some of that action over into the main channel so we are going to do a top 10 list um twice a month mm -hmm. one of those times our dr rankenstein's the folks over on patreon are going to be able to weigh in and give us their lists that's this episode on pbs kids shows and then once a month we're going to do what we call an all skate where everybody gets to vote in and put in their list we'll blast social media and we'll get as many responses as possible We'll formulate it kind of like we did in season one and we'll talk through our group think 
top 10. So make sure you guys, as you're listening, that you're looking out for our once a month all skate episodes. And if you are interested in getting more involved or getting more content over on our Patreon channel, we are going to be giving bonus episodes every single week where we talk about what books we're reading and movies and TV shows. We're going to talk about um, the pop culture news, like who wore what to the Met Gala, you know, all the things that really matter in this world, as we say. So you'll get that if you join Patreon, but you will also get the chance to vote on what we talk about on the main channel so the patrons they are dr rankensteins over there really have more power this season than they've ever had and they've been our faithful followers and we just want to give them that control so uh that's kind of going to be what you're getting this season on yo that's rank it's new it's fresh it's fun and carby barbie is going to give her stamp of approval or dictate whether we stop on October or should 9th. I fire us? Yeah, like I'm not <laughs> positive. Like what's going to happen? I think she's going to be a tough boss, but we will adjust to see what she wants. Absolutely. So, Kaylin, why don't we get into our topic for today, which is PBSKids.org <laughs> shows. That's what you sang, and then you said, like, is that what I do for all of them? Like, <laughs> yeah, I, th- I think so. Totally. I think so. so. Yeah, so this one has talked, been talked about. Yes. This was on both, white, I think, both whiteboard iterations. This has been floated by people. This has been requested. This has been put out there. I don't think we ever officially, obviously not. We didn't put it as the Dr. Rankinson option because they would have picked it. So we didn't have that as like a voting option. I remember until it first now. came out when we did our top 10 old school Nickelodeon shows yes. on the main channel. Some people wrote in and said, hey, we want to do a PBS, you know, kids show yeah. one. And I think you and I, we were really excited for this episode too. However... You and I are somewhat fair weather fans when it comes to PBS and not because we didn't like, I mean, the content on PBS slapped, right? I'm we, okay. We say this often. Cody and I always say that the smartest we ever were in our lives was like up to third grade. And then we've stayed at the same level since third grade. Complete PBS had a lot to do with it. Like I was learning things. I was being taught. Ren and Stimpy, I was getting, I was having nightmares. <laughs> PBS, they were teaching me crafts. This is perfect to come off the tail of us talking about VeggieTales though because there were certain kids where PBS and VeggieTales, that's it. That's the that's what the parents are allowing you to watch and right. that's all. We were bad and we, we were, were allowed bad, guys. to watch Nick Jr., Nickelodeon, Nick Jr. Guys, at this point in time, <laughs> You have seen Steve's face from Blue's Clues more than you've seen your own in the mirror, more than you've seen your parents. You know him. You could draw him. You could do whatever. I just we will talk about that maybe later. It just really irks me. But we watch Disney. We watch Nick. We watch movies. Cartoon Network. If we Every were like once up in a late while. accidentally and yep. scared and wanted to punish ourselves. But PBS was in the rotation. I just don't know that it always got the front ch- first choice for us. Yeah. So there are a couple of our Dr. Rankinsteins who are really pushing this episode who I know could write a true dissertation on each show. Uh, yeah. Because that was all they were allowed to watch. And so their depth of knowledge is just insane. Ours is like, I've and as seen always, that show. ours isn't. Right. right. <laughs> I like that show, or I love that. There are certain shows on here. Like, I've watched all these shows, and I I've love them. Some of them, but that like 
how much I took in, how many times per week I was watching these shows was a little bit less than Hey Arnold. And that's just how it it's going to be. It was a little bit be. less. And it's like, okay, if you guys are new or if you forgot, like, do does anything we just said mean that we won't talk about it as if we were the showrunners of all 10 shows? Like, no. We will talk about it as if we know. We will talk about it longer than we should. So don't worry. We're going to give it its due. It just might be like, some of it might be true and some of it might be like memories <laughs> yeah. that we constructed. Please don't fact check Dreams us, we had. Right. Mom, exactly. Or Kitty Robinson yeah. Lee's. Oh, they have their post-its out. Like they are ready to write. We get texts every next day being like, actually. My mom's never heard of PBS, so it's we're, <laughs> we're good on that one. Okay, so let's get into we have a top ten list based off the votes of our Dr. Rankensteins. Yep. But we also have our Aldi Roundup, which is the ones that just didn't make it. The reason we call it Aldi Roundup is because if you ever buy ingredients from Aldi, like when you go shopping there, the food like the food is food. It is what it is. And it's it is what fine, it says. But it's just it is not it quite it. And that's basically, these are just not quite it. They didn't, they're just outside of our top 10. They didn't quite make it in. They are our Aldi. Oh my oh gosh. Oh my gosh. Ah, that was a lot of um, jaw work. Vowels? Our, our okay. Aldi <laughs> roundup. It, yeah. was a, it was a lot of <laughs> jaw work and I got lost in the midst of it. <laughs> So coming in at number 14, we had the big comfy couch. Mm -hmm. Now for each show, we're just going to like say some things we remember about it, like without looking it up, without like researching it. So I remember this woman who's probably in, at the time of the show, the age that we are now or yeah, older for sure in her 30s laying on the couch. And I'm, I'm sorry, the floor the rug. and making her body into a clock. Honestly, this is almost my you can't sit with us. I almost decided that the stretching montage of Big Comfy Couch cannot sit with me because it's not okay the way she, the position she was making her body are as a kid like, oh my gosh, and cool. asking us to. <laughs> like, I, I mean, I this is not what I'm watching this for is to do a workout. No, she also I'm just watching. to a doll that I'm pretty sure looked just like her. I think just like her, my and sister had there were the doll. dust bunnies. That there she were dust bunnies to under, the, under the big, big comfy couch. Now, here's my question: Did we leave the couch? <laughs> just like, to the rug, only to the rug from and back. couch to rug. Was there a window? Were there other characters, <laughs> or was this some like nightmare scape where the woman was just stuck on the big comfy couch and telling time endlessly? I think that's part of what I was. You know, Picasso's of. like clock that's sliding off the <laughs> yeah. edge, like that. Where we were for this I don't know that we left the couch That's honest So Big Comfy Couch really couldn't come in super high I'm glad it didn't because I would have had a problem with that But 14 is totally fine Yeah Our, that, it's on there it deserves to be on there But we don't need to talk about it that much Coming in at 13 we have Kid Songs The show by kids for kids uh -huh. This literally uh, is is another one a lot of these shows feel like Fever dreams to me when yeah, someone else right. Wrote Kid Songs it came back to me I was like oh my gosh it is yes. basically Kids Bop 1.0. It's Kids Bop. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, like they did the this first for Kids Bop. Iteration, just a bunch of kids in brightly colored t-shirt. I feel like they sang a lot of patriotic songs. Wow. Like, okay, wait. Actually, Lauren and I were just saying, my sister and I were just saying, she was somewhere and she started singing the following song and everyone around her said, like, I don't know that. Like, looked at, like, blink, blink. I need to do the experiment on you. When okay. I sing... 
I'm bringing home a baby bumblebee. Okay, okay, okay. I mean, not this the key like, I would sing it in. It's not like the key you wouldn't start it that low. Like you wouldn't start it in the bottom of your register like I did, but I had but to be I know safe. It. But you know it. My sister said people were looking at her like she was writing it on the fly, a song about a bee. And I'm I'm saying like that's where kids songs like we did some bumblebee stuff, probably like. God bless America Your grand for old sure. flag. See that the kind. shining sea. What's that one? Amber <laughs> waves of grain. Like what is that? America the beautiful. We right. did some like that for sure. Something about Uncle Sam probably. That's what we're doing here. They weren't doing now like Sia songs like on Kids Bop. That's for sure. Yeah, it's a very interesting show. Obviously didn't quite make it, but it did walk so Kids Bop could run, which probably is for the worst. But I think the caption for this episode might be Kids Songs. It's a very interesting show. (laughs) Dash Cody Sherry. (laughs) All right. Okay, next. Coming in at number 12, we have Barney. Okay. uh, I had a huge, like a big... Um, what's that material that's not plastic? Cardboard. Okay. <laughs> I was like, what on earth a huge, could you mean? tall, skinny box filled with Barney VHSs that I grew okay. up on. And so I did watch Barney a lot growing up. The one where they like had a carnival in the backyard was my favorite one. And okay. so I, ha- I had a lot of Barney tapes, but I wouldn't say like I, I still to this day feel good about I don't I feel very very good about BJ and baby bop like those two like I was like now where have they been I remember Barney to me was a little like hmm like what is the a little overbearing like I was just (laughs) like could you like actually back up a little bit but when BJ (laughs) came with his backwards cap and like tennis shoes I was like that's a cool dino this is what I wanted to ask you and I think you just answered it but my age-old question was BJ boy boy or girl Baby Bop girl, BJ boy, right? Okay, I think I know Baby Bop was a girl. BJ, uh, like, kind of landed us, in that like we were middle. I don't know. I we was, are, maybe we're not supposed to know. Maybe you know we don't need to know. And so I we probably don't need to be know. Asking, but Selena I just Gomez, guys, just never forget Selena Lucy, Demi Mary. Lovato. This is our Lucy yeah. Mary fact. Yes, obviously for Barney, Demi and Selena started on Barney. Never yep. forget. Never forget. I could never forget. Yeah. Barney to me. So there are some shows on this list we'll talk about. I guess I just didn't realize where I was getting them. Barney for PBS. Like I was like, okay, I guess it was over here because where the heck else would I have seen it? I don't. Right. In my head, it was like ABC or something. True. Just videos. I don't, I don't know. But they were basically in what? A playground. And yep. there would be segments. Where they're going to see other kids do things in neighborhoods, like let's, shot individually. Let's move Is off that Barney because I don't think okay. we remember very Great. well. Great. So Barney was a dinosaur. We didn't like him that much. Selena From our imagination. Yeah, yeah. ABCs and one, two, clean three. Clean up. Clean up. Everybody. He's saying that sometimes, I think. True. All right. Coming in at number 11, a real sentimental one for both you and I. <sighs> Wish it would have made the top 10, but I, I understand not being for everybody because I don't think everyone watched this. Okay. Lamb Chop. And I think it was called Lamb Chop's Playhouse? Lamb, Lamb Chop's Play Along. Oh no, sing that's along. what I so I Lamb, had like the Lamb, Lamb Chop Chops. sing along. <laughs> Lamb <laughs> now it goes Lamb Chops. Yeah, sing but along. I really like that you started in one key and then correct it. <laughs> like you're really trying to hit it this Guys, time. I'm a bit of a singer. If you're a new listener, so we're bits Lamb of singers. Chop both aired somehow in like 1943 and 1992. (laughs) 
Like I, what's her Accurate. name? Sherry Lewis. I just Sherry know that. I Lewis. know that that's what it is, right? I yeah. trusted her when she passed away. So Sherry Lewis, don't remind. Honestly, please it was don't bring it up. A really hard day for Sherry Lewis. I believe made Lamb Chop in 1901, like that little <laughs> sock puppet, and then somehow hit her stride in 1992 or yep. something. But she had been with that, like Lamb Chop had been with us for the whole century, I believe. Lamb Chop gave us the best song ever written. TM, this is the TM. song that never. This happens. is the song that never. <laughs> if you're a if you're an elementary school boy, that is your oh, favorite my song. God, you are singing it to every person that you want to annoy, and they can't blame you. Car trips. It just car doesn't trips. Ever end. When you would get to that point, and it goes on, and it just doesn't <laughs> stop. We would sing it at the top of our lungs to my dad in the car, and some he people would have patience. started singing. <gasps> wow. Ooh, ooh. But they so they had. Keep on singing. Now, honestly, if I remember, Lamb Chop lived in a tree? I think she was in a tree or a barn. There was a tree in a barn. Okay, she was this cute little sock lamb. She was so cute. Oh, she, she was so like cute. This. Sherry Lewis, I trusted. Sherry Lewis had like kind of, let's say that Rizzo had a nice sister. Like that's who <laughs> Sherry Lewis was to me. And if you recall, I was four years old watching Lamb Chop. And then, uh, like, an encore of Grease. So we were doing, like, both of these things. She really, I trusted her. I trusted that horse. I didn't trust that hush puppy. The hush puppy the really hush was puppy? tough for me. Now, I I'm pretty trust. sure Sherry was doing all of the puppetry for that show. Oh, and, and voices and everything. I how there were more than two characters going at a time, because she was surely the only paid member of that show. But Lamb Chop yeah, is important sure. to both of us. It was your number one on your list. Yes, and I love it. I had a Lamb Chop stuffed animal that was my, I named it Lammy, which really, well, it should have just been named Lamb Chop. I think you just probably should have <laughs> stuck with the creative decision of Sherry, but I guess you were trying to do something on your own. It was I amazing. It was my favorite like stuffed animal until I was like 10 years old. I loved oh it. Oh my gosh. And we love I Lamb always Chop. trust a woman with a small little tight afro because you do, uh, of Brock. You're so right. You're yep. so right. I'm glad always I made trust. it onto the list. Can't believe it's not in the top 10. Okay, number 10. We're going to start our top 10 here. This one just edged out Lamb Chop. And really, Kaylin, we should have just cooked the books because we don't have enough to say about number 10. It is Zaboomafu. People, let me say this. People love to say the word Zaboomafu. I love the word. I like that word. Yes, I'm I'm with you guys on this. When I'm thinking of PBS Kids, I'm thinking of Zaboomafu, truly. That that comes out of my mouth. Zaboomafu, what I remember, was a lemur. Uh-huh. Wait, was he a real lemur? No, I think. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think what they did, Wait. I think what they did is they tricked us a little bit. And there was like the puppet lemur, but then they would give us like, like imagery real video lemurs. of the real lemur. I Because Zaboomafu was an animal show, right? Wasn't it? like In it- my brain, it's just Property <laughs> Brothers, but when we are little. Like it's the two guys and like, the, and I don't know what the relation is. Oh I don't know God. what they're doing, but they're together and they're taking us on some sort of journey. I'm fairly sure they're showing us all sorts of animals. I think it's somehow related to that other show, um, like Crits Creatures, I think it was called. Crats Creatures. Some things up. Yeah, we Mm -hmm. really didn't prep enough for Zabumafu. I promise. Brothers. Well, yeah, Property Brothers. That's what they are. Well, right. That's true. And so they have the lemur. Is he real? (laughs) We're doing live research right now. Hold on. Because it just said 
Hold on. No, no, no. Performed by Ottawa-born puppeteer and mainly portrayed by a lemur. It features a talking lemur named Zaboomafoo. Named Zaboomafoo. Yeah, oh, I knew his name was Zaboomafoo. Performed by the puppeteer. And mainly portrayed by a lemur named Hovian. So I guess what I right. said is it's both. This is, this is another thing we're going to add for season two. Because um, it says that the, this lemur died of kidney failure. And I don't think puppets like that. They wouldn't say that. <laughs> puppets usually don't perish. But it says Jovian died in his home. So what is it? At the age of 20? How old can lemurs get? Okay, okay, okay. What's okay. season two? Uh, season two, we're gonna need some people to DM us a little more regularly, and this is uh, we'll call it like um, the homework section, the take the take home quiz. Section. The take. I was quiz. right. It's like real lemur doing leaps, <laughs> and then it's the puppet. Real twenty year old lemur died peacefully in his bed, I guess, in his home in North Carolina. Puppet one is probably still with us, so I guess that's good to know. Oh my gosh! And honestly, Zabumafu gets overshadowed because Zabumafu is a cool name, but there's another Z show that really yeah. it's it's too close to that other Z it's show. It's too close. And even when people started talking about one, I'd be like, which one are you guys? And then we'd get tricked. So right. yeah, uh-huh. So um it's yeah, that's that one. And so it's the property brothers in the at the zoo, I think, in like the woods with a lemur. So and we're we good. We got promise it. we promise we've watched all of the other nine way more than we've ever watched. Oh Sabuna yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right, coming in at number nine. This yes. was really high on my list. I loved this show and honestly could never have told you what network it was on. Uh, this right, is again. Where in the world is Carmen San Diego? And mm-hmm. the other show that was amazing, Where in Time is <gasps> Carmen San Diego? Oh, Stop wow. right now and solve this mystery. Tell me where. Oh. Time. Key change. There's a key change in that theme song. I, I'm hearing it. Believe me, you we really are. You? on the case, and we're chasing her through history. Now I that- think Cody's trying to sell that, like he does voice lessons too on this episode. He's do a lot of key work, a lot of like range work. I don't understand. That song is locked in, and honestly, the host of that show. So Carmen San Diego, where in the world are we in time? We're in was- a world. Like we're in. A- there's Carmen San Diego video games. There's Carmen San Diego spinoffs. There's Carmen San Diego yes. game shows. Like this is a whole universe and of Carmen this San Diego. Is- is the game show okay, okay. I'm, yep. I'm pretty sure yeah 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 where in the world is Carmen San Diego <laughs> I just the game I show. just had like a shocking moment of like are people voting for the cartoon no I okay. will say there's a Fox animated series called where on earth is Carmen San Diego <laughs> and that seems like literally they finally where? like lost their patience with this woman mm-hmm. <laughs> okay so this is a game show they're in this like warehouse they have contestants and I think it's mostly a geography warehouse. game show yes yes um but it was the host was this black woman who was amazing i loved her energy and the show i loved game shows i always loved it even as a kid and pbs wasn't giving us any other game shows really no and so i don't know what it was about carmen san diego honestly probably her outfit and her hair like she's what's her name from clue she's it's the same reason we picked scarlet from clue every single time there was something about her we never saw her face we saw like her profile we saw that that nose that's That's all yes she had a lot of mystery surrounding her and i had a cd rom an old computer game of where in the world is carmen san diego and what you would do is she would give you like a hint like 
oh, wow, that's a big clock tower. And then you would get, like, choices of what countries you could go fly to. And Uh you had to try to, like, not waste time or waste gas. And so, gas. And so you would, like, click what country you thought a big clock tower was in. So it'd be like, um, maybe England. And it would fly you over there. And then people would give you little clues. Like, I saw someone with a hat go to India. And so... You had to, like, decide where Carmen Sandiego was, and then you would capture her. And honestly, it was one of my favorite computer games, and I loved the It was in the Nancy the Drew world for you. Yes, yes, exactly, exactly. It was big time energy for me, and I'm glad that there were some other folks, some other Dr. Einstein's, because I thought I'd be the only one. Oh, but no. But there were a few of us that talked about it, This was thankfully. our, like, jeopardy. Like, we were like, guys, we have to learn about the geography, and we have to figure it out. Yes. All right, coming in at number eight. <gasps> Kaylin. Oh, I haven't been rrring. <gasps> I oh, haven't no. been rolling. Well, not rolling my R's. G- right, gurgling in the back like of my throat. We've been recording for like 27 minutes. Let's just cut it and start <laughs> over. We, let's just cut it and do it Coming again. in at number eight. <laughs> Sesame Street. Put a gun to my head and say, what channel? This was the one more than anything. What True. channel did you watch Sesame Street on? I would have said CBS. I would have said the first, like, four. I would have been, like, four, the one that on four. Channel four. Channel four, for sure. Sesame Street, though, does not mess around. Sesame Street is an institution. How did PBS get their paws on this? Now, honestly, um, one of our Dr. Einstein's, Darcy, she said Sesame Street has to be number one because it gives us so much pop culture, like iconography. It's just everyone, every famous person. You all know Elmo. You all know Cookie Monster. We can't help. You know when people were trampled to death because Tickle Me Elmo. I mean, without that, without Sesame Street, we don't have that. And so it really is an institution. Whereas Lil Beachnutter wrote in and said, I know that Sesame Street, like, is an institution should probably be on this list, but I just don't like it as much as I like all the other. It's not as mm. nostalgic for me. So he left it off. And I think that's the same thing that I did because it is such an iconic show, but it's not one that I like watched all the time as a kid. Honestly, I love Sesame street because tone loves Sesame street. There was a, there was a Latino family or character or element that would speak a little bit in Spanish, like on the street. And Tone okay. loved that. And so that was one that my dad just, he was always into like having us watch. That was what he would put on for us. So we did love Sesame Street a lot. I remember a few weeks ago. So our, we were saying the other day how like our catchphrase somehow needs to be like, nah, like when people <laughs> say stuff that's just not true. Um, so I have like that tracker app where it tells you like how big Carby Barbie is every week. And a few weeks ago, no. a few weeks oh, yes. ago, yes, understand what I'm saying. It said Carby Barbie is now the size of a tickle me Elmo. And I said like, nah, because I think bigger. that's my size. Like, I don't think so. Last week it was a George Foreman grill. So, uh, okay. So what? that's bigger than a tickle me. A tickle me Elmo is <laughs> It stands on its own, I think. So I was like, I don't think so. But we do have those characters. Those are like, everybody knows who Oscar the Grouch, Bert yep. and Ernie, Snuffleupagus. Like, everybody knows those guys. And, and it was so wholesome. It's so fun to hear people pronounce Snuffleupagus. Like, literally, oh, all, you could ask, quick. you could pull 10 people and you would get like Snuffleupagus. Yeah, uh-huh. He was, he, Snuffy was always my favorite. And mm-hmm. oh, I, do, I do have to commend <laughs> Snuffy. Come on. I do have to commend uh, Sesame Street overall for creating the dynamic that was Bert 
and Ernie. Because the Bert and Ernie there of is it all. mystery to those two in ways we just can't even comprehend. They didn't choose to explain it. Like nope. it was just like so these two hate each other. <laughs> And they're bound together by some blood oath. Like they're still with, they're living I think in that they place. They co-parent the goldfish, they're so they can't get away other. from it. Is there not a connection? It's isn't it's Muppets, right? Like Muppets and Sesame Street are connected. Ooh, uh, sure. I'm acting because I'm opening up. I, I'm reading that. I knew that, oh. and I just like fact checked in myself. <laughs> okay. But you, okay, don't I act thought you would know I don't it know that because nope. you're like I thought you. I'm a Muppet yeah. head. Yeah, you're right. I'm a purist. I'm a bit of a purist. I uh, I just go with Jim Henson's uh, other work. And yeah, okay, so right, but it is this idea where we said this with the Muppets too, and it is a little bit in that nuh-uh vein, but like with Sesame Street as well. Like how? Like Literally where? How? Okay, here's a question: Where's the person for Oscar the Grouch? <laughs> like I understand Big Bird. That's a per. Do I? Is that person dressed I'm up? sure. I'm fairly sure Big Bird. Okay. That's why I don't trust Big Bird. Snuffleupagus, probably two people, to be honest. Like Honestly, somebody's probably one half, somebody's two. the other. Someone's Snuffleupagus's butt. I, if, if you really took me down to my core and said, like, what do you really believe about certain things? Do I really believe, <laughs> truly, I'm thinking truly. about this right now, that Elmo... What's the word for like, like he is a contained being, like no one controls Elmo. Honestly, I'm that's, with you. He's autonomous. Elmo had no creators that are no controllers. That's for sure. The Count, like he has backstory. <gasps> like he is him. He's not a man. Just no like one's movie. Connect, no one's doing that with the Count. Like, okay, so how are they just walking down the street? Explain that, guys. <laughs> 1990, you didn't have CGI. On the way to Sesame Street. All the celebrities love showing up at Sesame Street, doing some tap dancing, just really walking down that road. Love it. And it's just iconic. It had to be here on the list. Only made it up to number eight. All right. Coming in at number seven, eight, when your teacher rolled out that TV card, you prayed to the gods that you would get number seven. Bill Nye the Science Guy. Yeah, because what else could you get? I Bill guess Nye like Bill Nye the Science Guy. Bill, 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 Bill Nye the Science Guy. <laughs> Bill, you it. tried it. You tried it, and it kind of succeeded. Like you wanted me to learn the periodic table, and like I didn't, but I was interested in what you were telling me as <laughs> I, I was trying. Know the words cumulonimbus and cirrus, yeah. and because of you, I know how. Uh, I think that's it, actually. I was going to say, every so often, Bill Nye would be like, look, you can put this together and this together in a beaker, and it explodes. And I'd be like, yeah. And then the next segment would be like, let's talk about black holes. And I'd be like, ooh, like, Bill, I don't. I don't know about like gravitational like properties and stuff. So he was way too smart for what he was trying to do for us. But I still loved watching him. I will say the main takeaway from Bill Nye was explosions of sorts, like chemical reactions, explosions, just things happening in the lab. The the second he went like outside the lab to teach me about the water cycle, I didn't quite go with him there and like remember all of it. But truly, it was like one of the best educational shows ever and Bill Nye is still an icon to this day. He's like really having a bit of an, uh, a Nyasance. Yeah. If you will. And he's one of those people that like, you know how in 2020 there was that thing, well, the thing, but the trope, 
You know that thing that happens you know in that 2020. Thing, well, the trope was kind of like if one more thing happens, like that's it for all of us. Right. Like if something, and I maintain this, and I'm not even going to research it, so whatever. But Bill Nye is one of those people that if like something would come out off color about Bill Nye, I don't know that I could handle it. Like it's just like, could we leave him be just a nerdy scientist that wanted to make VHSs? So knock on wood, he's a normal person um, because that's all we ever knew him as. Yeah, and I mean, he's putting himself out there. He goes and talks at conventions. He yeah. he does a lot of stuff still. He's getting more He was more talking about the vaccine. He was like doing yep. all the stuff. Yeah, yeah. He Okay, so he's he's still here, and I don't think he would be if he was problematic. So that gives me some hope. Oh, we still trust. That's not true. People are around problematic all the time. But Bill but Nye's you know safe I mean. for now. He's safe for now. We'll yes, give it a couple yes. years and see what happens. All right, coming in at number six. This is my number two, I believe. Mm. I absolutely adored this show. It is... Brrr, Reading Rainbow. Wow, guys. Take a look. look. <laughs> it's in a book. It's Reading Rainbow. Ooh, Here's a, a nice wow. low note for you guys. <laughs> guys what is that, a low Again, a? just note. Like, <laughs> I wish you had a piano in that office. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Ding, ding, ding. Where was that note? <laughs> Here's the first thing I'm going to say about this before we go back into Reading Rainbow. I want to arrest the people that have been telling. You can't just say LeVar Burton is going to be the host of Jeopardy if that's not (laughs) true. How are you allowed to just say that if that's not true? And let me tell you this. If it's Mayim Bialik instead of him, I hope the institution tanks. Because right now it's between the two. I can't with her. LeVar is perfect for this job it does not make sense if he would not be the one the reason that everyone was saying it is because that's what everyone wanted they went through all these trials of different people everyone got to host a week and lavar's week was so good and people just feel safe with lavar because he literally taught me either to read or to be read to i think definitely to listen like i wasn't doing the heavy lifting of the reading (laughs) he taught me okay but think about what you're saying cody you are the type of kid he had you sitting down while he read you a book that is a feat how did he do it? Because I was exactly like how. making cheese on chips, trying to like, exactly. get at the microwave. You were like upside down. I'll tell you exactly how. Never in our lives, never in our lives had we seen a grown man with a dangly earring. Wow. Out of what I was, I said, <laughs> I this mesmerized. has broken the mold. Like, what is he telling us? It was so good. This was our original, like, this was the podcast, like the pop culture rolly kit. Like he was telling us, like this is a book you should probably find in your own library, kids, because sure. I'm going to give you a little teaser, and you'll see how it ends. And wouldn't you know, I here's a little nugget I don't think I've ever shared, but my dad oh. was really into Star Trek. So was and, mine. Oh, and of course. And so I double trusted him because Me that too. thing he had across his eyes I... was so cool on what Star Trek. What was his Trek. name? My dad's screaming it right um, now. Jord- Commander Jordy. LaForge oh is what gosh. this says. Oh. oh, okay. I thought you just had that. No, that's right, I think. No, <laughs> Jordy. I thought you just had Giordi. that. No, no, no. I was already looking him up. Okay. I want to believe that that thing that was across his eyes on Star Trek yeah. was not see-through. That he did the whole show blind is what oh, I want to believe. Oh, the actor. I yes. was like, I think the character, LeVar. like, maybe. But yeah, no, LeVar, he can do no wrong. He has the earring. He has the visor. He's there with us. That's so true. I double trusted him for the exact same reason. There is an amazing community episode, the show Community, yes. that features LeVar Burton. It's all about how Troy, like doesn't want to meet him but wants to meet him he's his hero yeah it is the it is one of the most iconic parts of community i think it's so funny to me and reading rainbow truly was 
an amazing show. My top two show. It was so good. We all need to just like band together and hope that he is back. It just just seems like he shouldn't be done with his career. He needs to come back and do his encore for Jeopardy. It seems perfect. Absolutely. All right. We're halfway between our uh, six and five. That didn't make sense. We are halfway through our list. We're halfway between six and five. We're getting real specific here, guys. Right now, we're halfway between six and five. And so um, we are going to, we always do like an intermission game in between. And today's is going to be quick. Um, I have a game for Kaylin that she doesn't really know. This game comes from the show called Zoom, which we'll get to soon. And the game is called Fanny Dooley. Now, some of you know Fanny Dooley and some of you don't. with like, I don't know (laughs) it. Like, because I haven't researched Fanny Dooley recently. You're either in or you're out. So you can play along. So, Kaylin, it's a little bit of like um, a... puzzle that you have to figure out okay so i'm gonna give you a <laughs> sentence this is let's just play okay yeah this is fanny dooley okay <laughs> so fanny dooley likes cookies but doesn't like cake okay fanny That's dooley <laughs> fanny dooley likes doors but doesn't like windows and then yeah. like as soon as you think you know the it. pattern you already know i it. got it yeah F A double N double E D double O L double E. Let me give yeah. you one more. I know you already okay, have it. Okay, try to trick me. In case there's any listeners at home that don't have it yet. I um, have a question after this. Fanny okay. Dooley loves umbrellas uh-huh. but hates rain. Ah. Uh. What's Fanny Dooley's thing, Kay? Now here's where the question comes in. So in the first one it's is it it's just the double letters, but is that it all the time? I'm pretty sure. Every episode they'd be <laughs> tricking us again and we'd be like umbrellas but not rain. Like what is it this time? I think every episode because Fanny Dooley like literally well, right. it's double letter F A double N double E D double O L double E. And I think every episode if they did it every episode they only would say like one or something. Okay, cuz I was going to say this seems like What's up with Fanny Dooley? Yeah, we definitely should have like gathered like got on a little bit quicker yeah. than we did okay. but um okay I, well I that passed. was our animation game you did warn me that i would be mad if i couldn't get it and that's exactly true i would have been furious. i said we're gonna do a quick game it's on brand with the episode but if you don't get it you're gonna be so ist and i'm scared of how the episode's gonna turn out but you got you're it so right when you started i was just like if i don't get this we have to cut we have to start <laughs> over we have to stop i have to take a break you're so right all right coming in at number five we're getting to the upper echelon on here everybody this is mr rogers neighborhood why don't we talk about him oh documentaries no yeah we talk about him all the time we have talked about him but i i watched i think it's for documentary episode i watched the documentary about him i hadn't seen it yet and so that has been like a recent thing he's from pittsburgh there's a lot of fred rogers stuff around here so definitely growing up here in pittsburgh Mr. Rogers was a must. There's a Mr. Rogers neighborhood park by us. Like there, it's just all his house, all the houses he's ever lived in were in Pittsburgh, different towns. It's a huge cultural touchstone here. And so it was definitely, as I said in the doc, my pap-pap worked on his teeth as a oral surgeon. That's right. So it's like a Lucy Mary about my life. And like, are you impressed? Yes. And he was a big thing. If you were a kid in Pittsburgh, you were watching. And Mr. honestly, Rogers. Mr. Rogers, kind of like Sesame Street, he this whole yeah. thing is an entity. It's not a show. Like, I loved the right. show, but that's not... It, when I'm voting for Mr. Rogers in my list, it's like there is a heart connection because yes. of who he was as a person and how safe I felt when he was taking yeah. his shoes off. Like, who thought? How did he think 
I'm going to take my shoes off and change them. I'm going to get into a different sweater than I was already wearing. Like a, l- a he, more comfy one. He made us feel safe in that moment because maybe we were like after school or like yeah. and we're watching him like kind of come home after school. I will say this much. I dare not speak ill of Mr. Rogers Neighborhood, the show. But I but hope we're about to say the same thing. One as place, safe as I felt with <laughs> him, <laughs> is like, as fearful as, as, as I fearful. felt with <laughs> That dirty-faced <laughs> puppet. puppet. When he went into the king. Specifically the one. That woman thing. What was her name? That looked like she had just rubbed her face in clay and then like popped out to talk to us. She truly the Miss puppets Miss Marion. No, that's like. I have to look okay. it up. The Lady Elaine Fairchild is I think is who that you're what talking it is? about. Oh, I have you to look You have it up. King Friday, Queen Sarah, yeah. Henrietta Pussycat, which... Had her own problems. Um, and then yeah. you have, obviously, Daniel Tiger, who he was the one that kind of, like, really... It's Lady Elaine. <laughs> it's Lady Elaine Fairchild, it's I know. It's Lady Elaine. Like, look, everyone, if you can, <laughs> look up that puppet. And Literally. honestly, what, Fred, you made very few mistakes. What were you thinking with Lady Elaine Fairchild? P- find a different puppet. But I didn't... What I was liked, wrong I with her nose? What was wrong with her wig like there was a lot happening with we Lady don't Elaine. we don't like to shame people just kidding we have a million hot or not episodes so we definitely right. do um don't shame real people i'll shame this puppet i'll That's shame this sure. puppet till the day i, I so die. he was the voice of all of them right wasn't that like his thing i'm fairly sure and yeah. so it was like that when he went into that other land you know the train would go when we heard that trolley bling, 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 bling. like i was like i'd I like to like... stay in the house please <laughs> like i would say I hope this... Oh, wait. Don't you have someone at your door? Like, can we go wash our feet in the pool or something? Can we go outside? I really hope this is a universal experience because you and I are totally vibing without even talking about it. So I hope other people really felt the same. But, like, I loved when he would go, like, to a chef and make something. Or he'd go to the police. He would talk to the police officer. He would talk... Yes. All those things were so cool. And the puppet world was not it for me. But truly, I mean, if you guys haven't watched any of the Mr. Rogers stuff, I would definitely say watch the documentary before you watch uh what is it? Lady Elaine Fairchild? No, 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 the one with Tom Tom Hanks. Hanks That one's fine, but there's no point. So I would say watch the documentary. I absolutely cried during it and it was cool to see more behind the scenes about him and Lady Elaine. So Mm -hmm. much like (laughs) Lamb Chop, this ran from nineteen oh three to somehow two thousand and three. So he had a hundred year career. Absolutely. All right, coming in at number four. Brrr, beep, beep. Get on the magic school bus. Oh, no. Okay. Now, mm-hmm. there is something that happened in the psyche of all of us where when I say magic school bus. Wait, what is- I was just going to say, I was just, <laughs> darn it. I hope this is the same. My thing was going to be, what's the first episode you think of? Is first that what episode. you were going to say to me? Yes, yes. Obviously, when they shrink down and go into his body. Is this the only one there was? Like, that's my true question. I have a few. Why... Was why is that the case? Why like I know them floating on the blood cell, the red blood cells. I have it's all the the cheese curls. He's this, eating the cheese curls. Like it's that and Grey's Anatomy are the only thing I know a Whipple because of Grey's Anatomy, and I know everything else anatomically inside because of yeah. Magic School Bus. Why? I truly don't know. I don't know if in school maybe it was part of actual curriculum, so okay. we watched it multiple times. I, I am most I am people that's begging the first for another episode. episode. Yeah, what is I, another one? I don't have a single one in my head. Not a single Space? one. Space? 
They went everywhere. Oh, dinosaurs. Oh, they went everywhere. Oh, oh, they went everywhere. Everywhere. Okay, okay, okay. Miss Frizzle is an icon. You've seen people dressing up as her for Halloween. She is like the teacher we all wish we had, but no, like, doesn't actually exist. Sorry to all you teachers out there. I know you try, but like, you ain't never gonna be Miss Frizzle. You're not because, and that's a good thing because she should have been arrested. Like every episode, (laughs) she was like, okay, it's fine, probably. This is so you don't watch Grace and Frankie, but. Lily Tomlin is the voice of Miss Frizzle, and right. she is the best in Grace and Frankie. But part of that, as scared as you are of Jane Fonda, you are so comforted by Lily Tomlin because you're hearing just Miss Frizzle. Like, it's right. amazing picturing her going straight down the esophagus. I know just a couple of the, the characters the were super diverse, which was cool. I loved yep. that. Everything just everything about the whole show was truly very colorful, very vibrant, full of life. Oh, and love it. I love the girl that was always like, according to my calculations. Like, yeah, you loved the, that girl. You and always hated had her. The, <laughs> the people who are, um, oh, who was the girl I could not stand? There was a blonde girl, wasn't there, with like baby I think that's her, tails. isn't it? Isn't Is that it? her? Oh, I don't. I don't know. know. I just remember that was the first time I ever heard the word Keisha, the name Keisha, and yes. I was hooked. Like yes. I was like Keisha for everything. <laughs> Keisha. Forever. Inside Ralphie is the third episode <laughs> of the first season. So guys, we had literally tuned in twice before, and then we were like, "We're in when we're inside Ralphie." They tried to make a reboot. Uh, guys, they're leave just it. just leave it. It's still just yeah. Maybe it. the animation is a little bit like older but just leave things alone leave it well enough alone just leave it where it lies watch the anatomy episode now show it to if you have if you're a teacher maybe show this instead of bill nye if you teach young kids because it's really really gonna make an impact she (laughs) had that chameleon yes that thing liz that was oh oh, love it yes all right coming in at number three we've we talked about this show in detail and i can't even remember what episode it was for but oh, we really uh, talked about this show at one point dogs dogs oh fictional of course dogs, dogs. yeah coming in at number three brrr, wishbone what's the story wishbone think of how smart we were we were learning about anatomy and then right after that we were learning about um the odyssey as told by a jack russell terrier <laughs> a tale Before of two cities that, we were doing grammar games, trying to figure out, like, what's the double thing? What's the pattern here that we're doing? We were figuring out books being read to us. And then at a certain point, we would be like, I want to watch Rugrats, like, and just, like, switch it over. <laughs> yeah. But when they could get to us, man, something like Wishbone, that has made lasting impressions on me as well. For sure. And I, I'm surprised Wishbone isn't a little higher, honestly, because Wishbone did win our fictional dogs. Oh, yeah, because. So list. cute. You, I right. mean, you have to. He, be- he beat out Snoopy, even. So there were a lot of people who put him first because I think there's like so much nostalgia wishbone had so much character because he literally is the whole show and he he was doing that that American horror story game where it's like yeah it's wishbone (laughs) but you better believe he's but maybe he's Homer or maybe he's Rumpelstiltskin (laughs) maybe he's Sherlock Holmes maybe he's Sherlock Holmes what a cutie in my brain that dog has to still be alive for me to wake up tomorrow. Like, well, I can't. Remember I can't. we looked it up and yeah. we, it, there was actually like six. 
And I need one of those six to constantly be with us. So I don't know if they want to call that Barbara was... Streisand and get that dog cloning machine she has in her house. Yeah. I would love that to happen. It was a bit shocking to find that out, to find that there were many simultaneous, like even simultaneous. And also, wish wasn't there only like two seasons or something? Wasn't yeah. another one that was like, we learned what we learned and the, the classics and then that's it. That's yep. all. Yeah. Not Rumpelstiltskin, Rip Van Winkle. Is that the story we needed, Wishbone? Like that? I remember that little dog like peeking out with like a beard. Like, oh, he fell asleep. And I was like, is this a? What is this? This is Aesop's fable. I need to learn about like real stuff that's going to help me in college. I think the cool thing about all of this programming, honestly, is what you said. It's like it's so educational, but we liked it so much. Like oh, I honestly would have been probably fine if. I didn't know Nickelodeon Disney existed and my parents just put oh, PBS yeah. on. I would be like, this is good. I love it. I'm being totally entertained. We liked it so much. And like exactly what you're saying, they're trying. They're over here trying to say like, okay, how do we teach them classics? We'll do the dog. We'll do this. On Nickelodeon, they had a, they were like, just draw that monster where that it holds its eyes and has <laughs> armpit hair and kids will love it. Like just book it, put it out there. And we did. True. So maybe parents were on to something I when guess. they like stopped their kid. But y- you and I are both very intelligent. So it's fine. Well, we were. And that's <laughs> right. what happened. So then we really got swept away by the Disney Channel original movies of it all. <laughs> so we shifted real quick. All right. Coming in at number two. And I think it's probably going to be obvious what number one is after you hear this. Come on and zoom. Come on and zoom. Come on and zoom. A zoom. A zoom. A zoom. Uh, if it, you live in one part of Boston, if you, live I'll mail in, you whatever <laughs> you need because oh, I know the zip two, code, one, baby. Three, four. You don't I've need to tell me. I've got that zip. No, you don't need to tell me ever. So one of my favorite things, Zoom was my number one. This okay, is probably the it? show I watched most frequently on PBS, and I would go to other people's houses to <gasps> watch Zoom. Like I, I knew whose house we could watch PBS on, and like like I, they, that was their thing. You yes. knew, and yes. so I loved watching Zoom again. Another diverse cast, which is super cool, uh-huh. and they literally like made learning fun. They always doing science experiments and goofy things, oh. and Fanny Dooley and speaking in Ubby Dubby, which like. I know some of you out there can definitely started slime slime (laughs) was on zoom guys like I don't know what liar of our generation put it on YouTube and was like here's an interesting thing I'm telling you if we looked hard enough there's a whole zoom episode where they made that slime for sure they did so much and it's really funny there's a couple YouTube videos where they just do their zoom introductions uh, like throughout the years because all the cast of characters had their own like yes. weird introductions where like they'd ride by on a skateboard or like yep. one would just shimmy their shoulders and be like I'm Kiko and it was hilarious <laughs> like to go back and watch all their introductions from every season um, but the most important thing for me about Zoom is two or three years ago I oh, decided to whoa. be <laughs> the Zoom envelope for Halloween yes that is the most important thing 100% did you get a lot of love for that People, when they walked in the door, they either totally got it or totally missed it. Or walked right out the door. Right. Right. I was like, that's fine. But everybody who got it literally looked at me and went, oh, two, one, three, four. We had never heard those intervals before in our life. No, no, we had never. And now it will never go anywhere. What was like, do you remember anything else from Zoom that you liked? Did you watch it a lot or no? 
I did watch it a lot. I, as we know, am I a craft person? No, I am not. So I'm watching for like, but again, it was that thing of, I obviously, this is my early love of reality TV. I loved when these shows like yes. took us somewhere and like we met a kid that had done something cool, like was on a pogo stick for 43 months in a row and like never got off or something. <laughs> Some kid like that that had created something in his town. I loved that aspect of it. And didn't you just love trying to read into the drama between some of the cast? Like I knew Caroline Who's knew. the redhead girl that I was just like it's enough. Like it is e Nah. Caroline knew she was Queen Bee because she was like the cute one in the first season okay. and then she lasted the most amount of seasons and so she knew she was Queen Bee. Oh, you're Bee. so right. I, I'm looking her up right now. I'm trying, I'm going to look up Zoom redheaded girl. <laughs> okay. Anyways, yes, I did love it. Absolutely loved. Okay. So coming in at number one, this show is just going off the air now after 25 years of being on the air. No, it's not The Simpsons. This nope. is brrr, Arthur. Arthur. If there has ever been a character that I love, it is DW. <laughs> DW I, is I say, like... Most of what we talk about is going to be DW. Kicks the door in and she's like, what? <laughs> like every time after school... <laughs> Because, guys, I'm going to say something. Arthur, kind of a, like, wet agua fiesta. Like, Arthur's like, it's fine, but Arthur's kind of just like, like a, he's, he's really a, he's the Meredith straight Gray man. Meredith Grey syndrome. He's really exactly. the straight man. Yep. DW. Dora Arthur Winifred. Like, <laughs> I was, I had big Dora Winifred energy. Like, that's who yeah. I was. That's who I related yes, to. Exactly. I was I, like, I've, I'm seen. And, and she's supposed to be the character you don't like. No. I'll tell you who the characters you don't like. Buster. I was just going to say Buster, Binky Barnes, all of these people, the rat faced teacher. I don't trust any of them at all. I trust Francine. I trust, I trust Francine D-W, and I trust DW. And that's about and it. Honestly, Muffy. I trust I trust Muffy and I trust Arthur. Not. We just trust the women is what we're saying. Yeah, I guess that's true. Rat faced teacher. Buster Baxter might be the worst offender because it's like I. OK, here's what it is. In this world, like, I don't need a bunny. Like, it doesn't seem like that. That's a little, he like, really close. Seemed, he was very white. Human. Everyone else was, like, earth Exactly. Like, exactly. No, no, no. DW was it, though. Like, Arthur would be, like, fretting about, like, I have to do my homework. I'm so nervous, like, wringing his hands. And DW would punch in his door, rip it up, and be like, good luck, brother. Loved her. <laughs> Yeah, this show was a classic, and I have such a special memory of Arthur because I used to get dropped off at my friend's house before school in elementary. So, like, we're talking oh like five gosh. a.m. What? Like, because both of my parents worked, yes, so right. they didn't have a way for me to get the bus when I was really young. So I would go over to the Stone Lakes house, and they only watched PBS, and so I would okay. watch Arthur, and sometimes. Uh, Dragon Tales was on too Which we do okay. need to mention real briefly mm-hmm. um, And so that was the place Where I watched Arthur and grew to love him And so that is my fond memory With Arthur I think he rightfully Takes his place oh, um, for sure. At number one King Arthur I mean like it's just he is It is the, the show you think of when you think of PBS And taught us some good things What was the um, theme song How come I can't get it right now in my head Oh, it's like so cool. It's the one that's wait, oh, darn it. Sunshine sunshine. 
Uh, what? Come on. There's like something about a sun. Yes. It's like so, it's like very out of the box adjacent. Yes. Wait. Like, how is it? Darn it. I'm just trying to look up the lyrics because I know if I can get it. And I say, hey, hey, hey what, what a, a wonderful, wonderful time day. Hey. Love, 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 love. Written love. by Ziggy Marley. That's Guys, important. Okay. Here we are. I loved it. We were just vibing. All right. So, Kaylin, at the end of every single episode, we always have a robbed goddess, each of us, which we say is like something that should have made the list that didn't, and a you can't sit with us. Just something that we don't love at all. So, let's start with our robbed goddesses of this list. You can go first. My robbed goddess is a show that, like, I think just did their reruns on PBS, maybe, but it was called Zubily Zoo. Zubilee Zoo is terrifying. Zubilee Zoo is humans dressed up as like unicorns and whatever. It is where Broadway people went when they were off. Ben Vereen was the star. And so I had been around. I mean, Ben Vereen, once I saw him in Wicked, like I was like, I know of which Ben Vereen started. I don't understand the plot. I don't understand anything. They were literally dressed up like that show that's on Netflix now about like dating the animal people. You know what I mean? But it was songs. It was Back when we were so young and some of these shows were like before we got into Disney and everything, PBS was there before all of it. And so that was what I remember. I loved it. And I could still sing every word of the theme song. My Rob Goddess is going to be Shining Time Station, which was like the Thomas the Tank stuff. I don't love Thomas the Tank Engine. That's not the part that I remember or care about. What I loved was when Frenchie from Greece was talking inside the station and just being like, oh, Thomas. Again, you're so right. When it was the people version, I'd be like, what? Okay, now what's the hot goss? And then when they would switch and it's just like a guy's train table that you could see like with fishing line, I'd be like, actually, I'm not into Can I tell you the faces those trains made oh that's very scary they were very scary so but i did love the inside of shining time station what is your you can't sit with us so my you can't sit with us we talked about this also recently for something it's teletubbies simple i don't like it i don't get it i don't i it just it's not for me and it shouldn't be for anybody it's not really my vibe there's a picture that's like going around that's a meme right now of all of them on like a break with their heads off like just like eating sandwiches Uh and stuff like sitting and it's like that (laughs) is horrible so they're it's a no for me i'm gonna one up your teletubbies and talk to you about a very similar thing that took it to the extreme this show is called booba i've and never it came, heard of this that's and because I'm it was after us and i'm booba was, it says british exercise show for toddlers literally these blobs where no. people were inside would go booba like float all around there is a website that you can go to why do you know this one? I think because the website that my friends passed around in high school where you like click on different things and it's uh-huh. just them going like, Booba, Booba. Oh my it's so scary and we laughed so hard. And so Booba is my You Can't Sit With Us. Luckily, nobody mentioned Teletubbies or Booba. So all of the Dr. Engensteins can sit with us all right that is our conversation on pbs shows remember if you want to get in on the ranking of all of our top 10 episodes make sure to go over to patreon.com slash yo that's rank so that you can be a part of that uh and be on the lookout in a couple weeks for our all skate where we're going to ask everybody to rank their top 10 favorite something so that you can still play along thanks for listening see you next time bye